Welcome to Men Talking Overview podcast. And today we have Moses, who's podcasting from his car and watching everybody. He's got a rooster symbol in the back. So how are the roosters going this year, Moses? They are kicking ass. They treated the Broncos like the children they were. My goodness. They did do well. It comes from Queensland. They're one from four now, aren't they? Shut up. <laughs> so, so they've broken their consistency um, that they're going for. We also have, and it looked we're like building. it's a bit chilly over there, we're Graham. Building. So we've got Graham joining us. Yes, I, I am here. And might I just say, um, I was a bit disappointed that the Roosters took their foot off the pedal at 59 nil. Um, some of the cardboard cutouts were leaving at half time. I noticed as well. <laughs> Lazy. Lazy. And um, we also have uh, Eddie joining us from Podcast Central. Yes, yes, we're over here in the uh, the, the land of Podcast Central, and we're ready for a big one. Um, we're looking forward to Sydney's subject for the day, which will become apparent very soon. Hey, Eddie, also- is that a microphone in your pocket, or are you just glad to see us? I'm always glad to see you, Moses. Jeez, that's... Uh- You've grown substantially since I saw you last. I know. It's a monster, isn't it? I think he's taken um, Alan Jones's equipment now that he's retired. I'd like to ask everybody about uh, the advice that they got from their own mum and dad and the advice that they give to their own children. So what we got represented here is uh, four-fifths or 80%, because I can still remember my maths, of uh, the men talking <laughs> over beer. And we all have got children. I think it's uh, – I've probably got the smallest amount. I've got two boys, and I'm thinking, Eddie, three boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Graham, two boys. Some of them are still lucky to be alive. Well, two boys that I know about. Um, all right. But, uh, and, yeah. Um, Moses, how many of you are still lucky to be alive? Uh, I've got two boys and two girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's going to mean some interesting times. I'm but just going to run remember... for my life. Whenever they come <laughs> across this topic, I'm going to say, where's your mother? What do, what do I do with this thing hanging off down the dangly thing? Go ask your mother. Am I supposed to look at this boy in a funny way? Go ask your mother. <laughs> like... I need some money. Go ask your mother. That was the standard go-to thing about love, life, attitude to things. That was the standard go-to. Seeing I didn't speak the same language as my father, I had to go and ask my mother. And so I'm still doing the same thing now. Moses, just let me test this theory. Um, Dad, tell me where babies come from. Go ask your mother. It works. It works. Well, I, I think be... most men would be happy if we just followed that advice. And Any think, difficult, tricky questions? I think we've got one more um, one more participant coming in here, Master, so you might have to welcome him as well. Okay, as soon as he does come in. Mm. Have we got a guest? Yeah, we've we got have um, a guest. Jamos. Uh, we have Jamos joining us. Yeah. Jamos! Morris! Morris. Good to like... see you. Morris, are you flying a plane? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like in the cockpit. Yeah, we got the first part right. Uh, Honda Cessna. That's oh. right. Honda Cessna, and it's a fantastic soundproof cabin because otherwise my my uh, volume would be shite. We have to it's ask uh, Jamos. 
Yeah. Uh, dressing gown? It's hard yeah. to really work. Dressing gown. Yeah, it's you're, cold. It is cold. Very, yeah, you think it is very Sorry, James, are you lost in the snow or are you okay? Uh, look, I've found, I, I'm, I see some smoke on the hill. I think there might be a chimney. I'm just going to head towards that later. So uh, welcome, welcome to Jamos, our guest uh, uh, guest presenter today. And Eddie, I've been very impressed with something that's happened with one of the Eddie Juniors. He's just brought his own car. Yes, yes, totally Tell terrifying. us about that one. And terrifying. who's the influence of that? Well, so what he saved happened, up his own money? Yeah, he's been working at McDonald's for the past uh, nearly three years now. He's just turned 16 in October last year. That's a long shift, Eddie. It is, yeah, very long shift. <laughs> but he managed to save about eight grand in that time. And um, wow. yeah, he, um, on his L plates now. And he said, "Look, I think I might go and buy a car." So we thought, "Well, yeah, that's up to you, your money." So he, he went and bought a car. Seriously? Yeah, a little um, Toyota Corolla. It was a two thousand model, but it only had forty five thousand kilometres on the clock. So it's um, in really, really good condition. And um, Hopefully it'll last him a long time. But, yeah, we're, we're really proud. He saved all that money by himself. We, we, we try to teach the kids to um, to work for what they you know, want. Mm. They don't get any free handouts. So, um, yeah, no, we're, just, we're really proud. But totally What's terrifying. Like? Oh, terrifying. So it's like being in the car with Marianne. <laughs> I, I, I just find that so impressive. I mean... A uh, kid of that age to save up like eight grand is just amazing. Yeah, it is. We're we're pretty pretty impressed, and I, I certainly have never saved that much myself. Is this a Marianne influence or a, an Eddie yeah. Junior? No, no, Marianne's yeah, the only definitely. one that knows how to save money in our family. I was uh, a wreck before I met her. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, Eddie, I was driving down the M5 not so long ago, and I I, I noticed a, a Skoda. Heading heading south, and uh, unbelievably, it was your son driving with Marianne in the passenger seat. Yes, he, he does like the Skoda. It does um, a lot of things that make things easy when you're driving. Like it keeps you in your own lane, and it parks itself and does all these other amazing things. But yeah, he's learning the hard way that um, older cars don't do that sort of stuff. You've you've got to do a lot of it yourself. <laughs> What's any? Someone got a motorbike in the background. It's a chainsaw. It's oh, um, lovely. Two, two doors, two yeah. doors down. This dickhead's got this mountain of wood that he's chainsawing. He's not getting rid of the evidence, is he? <laughs> no, you can see it. It's just all. I was just uh, well thinking of watching Fargo the other day. If you remember that scene at the end. No, oh, yeah, the wood chipper. <laughs> yeah, the wood chipper. Mm. Eddie, you know there was one thing that I can remember you actually telling me that you, your old man said that if someone leaves you twenty dollars. And they never give you the twenty dollars back. That's a very good lesson in life. Like never give that bloke money ever again. Yeah, you think yeah. that's a bit pearl of wisdom that you passed on to your own kid? Well, yeah, he told me that once. He said the, the, the saying was, you know, if you lend someone twenty dollars and they never pay you back, it's the best twenty dollars you've ever spent because it teaches you, you, know, you don't lend this person money because you're not going to get it back. That one has kind of stuck with me for years. I, I do. I still it. lend people twenty dollars. It's better to start at, say, 20 rather than 500. Oh, um, definitely. Most definitely. Uh, but that's one of those gems of advice. I'm wondering if other people got some gems of advice that their parents taught them that they've started to find their pass on to their own kids. Wear pants was always a good one. Explain that one, Eddie. I used just to... Um, walk around free-balling at home. 
Yeah, yeah. I used to do that a fair bit when I was younger. And, um, yeah, I was, I was always drummed into me. Wear pants. <laughs> um, and I remember in an earlier podcast, one of the first things you said you do when you go home is lose the pants. Yeah, well, it's now called socially distancing your pants. <laughs> <laughs> so you've taught them to be quite responsible through role modelling that behaviour, have Absolutely. you? Absolutely. I, I do it every time I get home, Moses. Socially distance my pants as soon as I walk in. And I think Carson does too. Oh, well, that was a scary one. I do remember that one very well. Yeah. I've heard Carson, Carson removes the pants about halfway up the um, M1. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. See, I, I was just picturing you've, you've had a full-on week, mate. Who, who were you picturing? Who? I was picturing Moses has had a full-on week, so it's good oh, to yeah. see him. Here. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i got people... Sh- we walked into uh, my dad's room, which mm. is, you know, you, you guys will enjoy this, talking about getting advice from your parents. We walked in, we had him fully masked on. Dad's in bed. They put the bed to like one foot from the ground because he likes to roll off. So he's rolled off and he rolls onto the sponge. And he says, don't come in here. You know, out you go. Out you go. So uh-huh. we, and, and he hasn't got his brain around. If you press the button, a nurse comes and he oh, struggles all... with that whole concept. Mm. So they, they all said, Dad, come on, let's just press this button. He says, don't hang out here. Come on, go away, go away. So the poor bugger, we've been doing that for um, a few days now just to get him comfortable where he is. But he's pretty good. He's pretty good. So it's been full on, yeah. Yeah, it's been full on with the yeah. kids as well and the long weekend. But Just to fill gosh, in, yeah, Jamos, been, um, Moses, Moses' dad, he's uh, an elderly fella and he's, he's not doing oh, too well shit. right now. We'll all get there eventually. I wanted to ask you, is your dad still flirting with the nurses? No, he's uh, no, he's, I mean, he's not eating. Oh, no. Okay, it's just been a quite a, it's been quite a change. I can remember you telling me about a week or two back, he was still flirting with the nurses. And I remember finding that such an admirable quality to be still doing that. You know what I mean? One of the best expressions that I've ever come across, and I'm waiting for Mo to come in, is uh, don't treat life as if it's a rehearsal. You know, you're only getting like one shot at it. Unless you're Buddhist. Yeah, but <laughs> even the Buddhists say you don't exactly remember it, do you? Yeah, true. Sounds like the lyrics from Eight Mile, isn't it? You only get one <laughs> shot. Oh, very much so. Oh. But that was like a big motivation. I think you only got one shot at this, you can't come back. It reminds me, it's almost like Eye of the Tiger. You've got to be as strong as your rival. So we've got, we've got to say, Jamos, that's the first Eminem quote on the men talking over beer. So I've got to congratulate you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clink I was going to ask you about how his, how his uh, well done. rap sessions are going. Sydney, I believe you've been doing a little bit of uh, rapping on the side, DJing in nightclubs. Just oh, a question. Um, Eminem, is it Pratt or a genius? Uh, I like him. Yeah. I think he like, tapped it to a market. Yeah. He's got to be talented. I mean, look how successful but he is. Pratt or genius, you can be both. We lost you big time there. You're back. So I was Sorry just about asking that. you. It was just starting to break up. I was asking, is your old man still flirting? And then I got yeah. we got partial answer, then the audio broke up big time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so the, the answer was a no. And he's, and he's, uh, I, I think once they get to that point, they, they start to internalize like everything's mm-hmm. just him and he's trying to push people away a little bit so you know he stopped eating he's losing weight lost strength uh-huh. yeah it's, 
just takes a long time to get to this this stage to well it may not chronologically be long but it everyone experiences it in almost like in slow we, motion we do know, and i think all of us here have actually lost someone um you know in, mm. in a similar way so yeah this is uh, this is a first for you I, I assume yeah i lost my grandfather not long ago and my grandmother but yeah. uh, they're not Great the same grandparents though you kind of expect them to go um where your parents mm. you don't you think your, your parents are always going to be there but yeah. um, I guess this gets back to Sydney's topic. I mean, what what's some things you, yeah, may have picked up over the years and and mm. it, it stuck with you. So yeah, take it away, Sydney. Yeah, Moses. I was just wondering. There's an expression that I think sometimes works with you. I mean, uh, you don't treat life as if it's a rehearsal, and I wonder if you embody that. A rehearsal. Um... The, like the, you don't the, you don't have a second shot at life. You enjoy yeah. it while you got it. Yeah. My mum paraphrases something similar to that. She says, make sure you don't stop living until you stop breathing. It's and a that, very similar thing. Yeah. Yeah, very similar theme. And um yeah, and I don't know who someone else, um, maybe Shakespeare said it or someone, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there are people who are walking around who, you know, who really are dead. So it's you just gotta you know most of us would have we've had the experience to give such things a go but to um to see someone die in front of you or slowly die in front of you um i can't say it's made me less enjoy like i sort of you know i went for a beautiful walk this morning i went for a bike ride yesterday i sort of i want to do those enjoyment things now even more that i'm seeing my dad go through this pretty ordinary experience yeah. I don't want to not yeah. go to the beach. I don't want to yeah. not give my kid a hug. Yeah. I, I don't want to bloody spend five days at work. Like I already, I've already gone down to three days now. Yeah. Fuck it. No, Fuck I, it. I, I, I don't need a bigger house. Oh my gosh. So it's, it has, it's sort of even, I was probably a bit frivolous with lots of things earlier mm-hmm. um, that maybe I've, I've, I've stopped the frivolity, but I'm trying to focus on the enjoyment and the experience of the people and the places. Yeah, I've definitely changed, but I'm still, I'm, I think I'm trying more now. So I picked a new, you're probably searching for things that are a lot more meaningful. But um, yeah, it's been, it's been good. Hey, Sorry, Sydney, what, what are you drinking today? Just quietly. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm courtesy of a really, really bad night's sleep, but I'll, I'll talk about that one a bit later. Why? Hey, tell us now. What's going on? <laughs> he drinks I, only uh, breast look, milk. Another time, and another, another time. <laughs> Moses, what not you're again, going Sydney. Come on. What you're going through? What you're going through now? I went through an equivalent thing about like two years ago with my own mum, mm. and that was an extended like about a twelve month period. Ooh. But for me, probably the big difference is from the moment of diagnosis, she had probably one of the best conversations I've ever had where she actually did literally say, look, uh, enjoy the moment. You know, life is not a rehearsal. And the last thing I ever want you to do is be moping around about what you just heard. Just enjoy life and get on with it. Mm. This is from someone who's just literally got the news in the morning. She did not want me to mope around. 
And I do remember that because cognitively she went downhill reasonably quickly after that, like three months, it would be good days, bad days. But I remember that she was quite switched on. She was quite like philosophical and just saying, look, let's what's focus on, you know, what's most important because we don't know when the next moment is. And uh, I probably remember that chat more than anything else. Like here's someone who's got the news and she's telling me to get my house in order. <laughs> got 96 down the 96 that was very pleasant uh yeah it's all right sorry back so oh god this is this is he's struggling isn't he yeah it's just the nothing about we just got so many connectivity issues with your cone of silence um all right what make a model is that kind of space because it's not good all right i'm gonna get I'm going into the house. You might have to go into the and house. And I'm going oh to rip God. other people are going to hear. My God, that's some dangerous territory there. Are you allowed in the house? Just just yeah, while Moses is moving, how many of us have had those moments where you thought, oh, my God, I'm sounding like my parents? Yeah. You know, when you speak to your own children. Yeah, you, you have never, times yeah. where, had it. where you'll say something and, and think, oh, my God, my, my mother used to say that or... Um, I don't know if it's just getting older or if it's just when you realize you've got your own kids and, and your own mortality is, is nearing. Jeez, yeah, you don't you don't think so much about living. You think, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to die eventually. Um, let's start preparing. What was it Andy Dufresne said? You got to get busy living or get busy dying or something from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. You know, it, it's, a, it's a great quote from that movie. There's many good things from that movie. Yeah, it's a spectacular agree. movie. One of my favourites. It's that. It's hard to believe that movie. The cinema did nothing. It took off uh, by like VHS and DVD high. That's where it really became known. We were talking about it yesterday, Sydney, um, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, we yeah we were too. Same year as Pulp Fiction. What? Really? Yeah, it came out mm. the same year as Pulp Fiction. Is that right, guys? How important is a sense of humour? Right now, it's pretty I important. I haven't heard any of it today. <laughs> but, you know, the hardest thing is to teach kids to have that kind of humour that I reckon that we grew up with. How many of us grew up with British sense of humour? And sometimes I find the kids just do not connect to the absurdity or the silliness of it. Have you guys noticed some of that? Yeah. Not really. Um, my kids but- love watching 40 Towers. Um, oh really? And they can sustain the, the whole episode, what twenty five minutes? Yeah, no, definitely. They don't get all the jokes. Obviously, I mean, mm. my wife doesn't get all the jokes, but um, I, don't, I don't get all the jokes. My kids got a fairly good sense of humour. It's a little bit different, obviously, influenced by the games they play now and oh, the way they do it online. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty proud of their sense of humour. I don't think they got it from me. It's just sort of something they've developed. I was watching your elders doing some overdubs with uh, the Blues Brothers, and some of that was absolutely hilarious. That was just the funny. sound effects that were made. That 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 was humour beyond their years. But I just it was that kind of silly, almost like goody slapstick type humour. But geez, it worked. That was really good. Which is the bit where they they jumped the bridge, and yeah, the boys are going, yeah. <laughs> just the yeah, just when you hear it, it is an absolute crackerjack. Guys, I've already had this conversation with my elders when talking about talking about love and women. Oh, yeah, what happened? And you know, when they just say it's like, can you give me any tips? Can you give me some advice kind of thing? Were you asking him for tips? No, the other way around, but thank you oh. very much. But uh... <laughs> not gonna help. <laughs> I think they know more than we do that. 
Sometimes. Oh, they're definitely exposed to a lot more than what we are. Uh, there's a lot more open conversation than what I remember. Um, I, I think the, the most incredibly enlightening thing I can remember being at his year 12 um, final year do was how many obviously uh, gay and lesbian couples there were. That wouldn't have happened back in my day. I love lesbians. Uh, don't we all? <laughs>